0: the hospitality industry, hotel room. That traditionally is a quite slow moving, old school industry. So to to come in with technology and, and a technology that is quite new, you've got to break down a lot of walls and you really have to paint the picture for them. They need to know what is the benefit. They're not just going to put any old device in a room unless it can, you know, in essence, drive revenue, help with operating efficiency, just being an, an incredible device. And so it is still a long process to break down, you know, and educate and and that in due course, you're going to see one of these devices, you know, if not in every single hotel room, because it just makes so much sense.
1: Today, I'm joined by Andreas Cooper, director of Smart Voice Systems smart voice systems uses Valera voice first software introducing businesses to voice first applications so that they can better prepare themselves for the business in the future welcome to the sound and marketing podcast
0: thanks so much pleasure to be here
1: I'm glad you can make it uh, all of your traveling I'm glad you're home safe and sound. Uh, did you want to go ahead and give us kind of an introduction to your company for Smart Voice Systems and uh, how it plays into the voice hospitality services?
0: So originally started with me um, in home automation. So I I started a company here in New Zealand importing uh, automation products. Um, and then, you know, as that grew and, and we saw, you know, where, where some of this voice um, stuff was going, we initially saw Alexa of Hospitality, so their native um, software that they were kind of going to work on. And, and, and as soon as we saw that, if you're in New Zealand, if you're in this part of the world and you can just have a small amount of vision and you can look across to the U.S. and see the trends there, you've you, you got a huge advantage, uh, you know, again, to bring that back and to be ready when it when it becomes available here in New Zealand. So, for example, we um, in my research, I just uh, touched base with David, um, the CEO of of Valara um, on LinkedIn. I reached out, and, and it was it was that simple. And, and over the last couple of months or six months to a year, we've been just building that relationship, building that trust, looking at the applications, working around the, the the small limitations that we have here, based in you know what Amazon lets lets us do and And yeah, we're very excited to bring, you know, voice technology because we see it booming. I think the rest of the world, anyone with any form of, you know, business now or vision can see this is going to be big. And you just have to be, I guess, ahead of everyone else and, you know, um, work around the things that are, are limiting right now.
1: I agree. I think that um, yeah, it's it's you have to be ahead of everything, and so in order to do that, you have to experiment. And I think that that's what's slowing a lot of people down is they're afraid to try something different than what they've been doing because what they've been doing seems to be solid, and it probably is right now. But who knows? I mean, like in the next even two years, it's just been flying by like what people have been coming up with and experimenting with and the things that are on the horizon. It's just it's absolutely insane. And I think that uh, it could be one of those things. I don't know if you know about this story, but uh, when Netflix started up, they actually came to Blockbuster and pitched the idea and Blockbuster said no. Uh, And now Blockbuster is gone. So it's one of those things where it's like you need to have your finger on the pulse or something like that could happen. One, one of the,
0: the 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 big um industries we obviously see you know is the hospitality industry hotel rooms hotel rooms um and so that 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 traditionally is a quite slow moving um old school uh industry so to to come in with technology and and a technology that is quite new um you know you've, you've got to break down a lot of walls and you really have to paint the picture for them and and with a lot of hotels and a lot of hotel rooms for example they, they, they need to know what is the benefit. They're not just going to put any old device in a room, you know, um, un, uh, outside of the necessities, a- unless it can, you know, in essence, drive revenue, um, help with uh, operation, operating efficiency, um, you know, and just be an, an incredible, you know, um, device. And so, uh, yeah, we're excited for that one, but you know, it has been, and it is still a long process to break down, you know, and educate and, 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 yeah, again, we have to hang in there, um, but it gets pretty obvious that in due course you're going to see one of these devices, you know, if not in every single hotel room because it just makes so much sense.
1: Well, and I think that, you know, uh, staying in hotels is kind of the passe kind of thing to do now. There's Airbnb and Away and all of those places. Yep. Um. I was actually chatting with uh, – it's a non-profit that uh, – uh, is trying to promote like local hotels, you know, staying in the hotels rather than Airbnb because they want to bring business into the the city itself rather than, you know, the private uh, industry and everything like that. So it, it the way I see it is bring in the new technology to the old way of doing things, kind of like merging mm. the old and the new together. And I feel like that that should be something that the hotels that are used to like doing things the way that they do things, it, it would be... Maybe like, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, an easier transition into new, so it's just like a piece of the new. So they're being like kind of cool, you know, <laughs> without like having to go completely into a different model yet.
0: We we have seen that, and that and that term "cool," you say, um, you know, to categorize a, a hotel. Um, we've seen you know, and and, and with uh, discussions with David in the UK and and even hotels. Um, in the US, some of those cool brands or those retro or the uh, millennial hotel rooms, those ones are, I guess the ones that we've seen the biggest adoption, you know, um, you, you think of uh, cool in terms of decor and all that stuff. Those are the ones that definitely um, are, are seeing this and being like, yes, we're a millennial hotel, as it were. Um, we have all this, the latest tech and all these different features, you know, and voice for them, I think is a lot easier adoption than, than um, a hotel, and I, I I think you're right on the on the Airbnb side. If if I may, um, we we think uh, this voice um, solution for Airbnbs is 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 if not as strong as the hotel industry. For example, mm. um, it originally started with Airbnb and and hosting, but a lot of Airbnb uh, hosts they want to remove as much um uh, pain or uh, work from hosting an Airbnb as possible. So what we Proposes with the um, Blar software and voice, we can obviously program in into the speakers all the key information the guests could ever ask or want. Simple mm-hmm. things like what is the Wi-Fi code, you know? Um, how do you turn on the dishwasher? How do you turn on the stove? Some of these things that you know in your home, you know how to do them easily. When you go to someone else's home, you know, you're, you, you can find them a little bit more difficult. So by simply asking the speaker, we can pre-program in, you know, um, exactly those, those key instructions. So the host isn't, isn't bombarded with questions, you know, um, at, at, at every, every hour of the day and, and taking that joy or the, the benefits of hosting an Airbnb out of, you know, um, out of it. So, yeah, we're excited because I think there's real good application there as well for uh, a, a system like this.
1: That's fascinating. Um, can you explain a little bit, because this is what, I mean, like, I don't quite grasp it. I get it, but I don't get it. Um, can you explain how what the Valera uh, voice software does? Like, what is it that this is doing that's different than just like a a smart speaker, you know, plopped into a hotel room or an Airbnb?
0: First and foremost, the, the, one of the biggest strengths is their... Um their patent-pending accuracy engine. So, so when when it comes to voice right now, um, there's still a reasonable margin of error. So when you ask um, a question um, of of your Google or, or Alexa speaker, first and foremost, it, it's it's going to probably use the search engine that's got it built in. If you've you've programmed into it custom um, routines or, or commands specific to you know a question or or, or an automation, um, if you don't say that you know nearly word for word it's gonna it's gonna probably miss you know um, so what we do and what with Valara what you're able to do is to um, to the nth degree you can add in um, hundreds of variations of the exact same question you know from mm. broken English to you know because we ask think we ask for certain things in a lot of different ways we we remove a, a word here and there in the sentence we we use slang you know so with that accuracy engine you know, we can um, ensure and when we do fail, we can improve on by adding in that failure, you know, in terms of what Alexa interpreted to ensure that when you're asking a question, no matter how you ask it, if it's for a towel, if it's for, you know, um, slippers, if it's for the lights to turn on on and off, even even in broken English, we can ensure that it's gonna respond how you want. And so that's so important. The accuracy has to be good because if it doesn't interpret, it will it will ha- throw out a custom um, response to promote you, for example, to call the reception um, or say, hey, please ask that question again because there's you know we we are working on that accuracy, but you know it, it, it's gonna it's gonna take some time to get it to you know perfection. Um, so that's kind of the the you know the the, the accuracy engine, but what it's also doing is completely secure, and that's the, this is one of the if not the biggest thing in terms of privacy. So at the end of the day, there's no personal details linked you know, to any command or any request that you make. So the only thing that Amazon sees is a room number. So they're going to see that this command is coming from room uh, 200 um, where, for example, on your personal account, or if you take a device off the shelf um, and you put it on into a hotel room and you add in, in, you, you have to add in, um, details like uh, your address your you know your name all, all of these personal details which you know makes it not secure and not private so those are the two biggest things that we see as why this uh, technology is ready it's private for the customers um, and the accuracy of when they ask for a question no matter how they ask it um, we can ensure that the the, the the correct 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 response is um, delivered um, but again imagine customizations, to the nth degree, whatever, whatever the hotel wants to promote or push, within a matter of you know minutes, we can program that, um, put it with a specific uh, question, and we can deliver you know custom recordings, it's custom so much.
1: That's really cool. I was thinking of like two examples that that would be a huge sell for me. Like for one, you know, you're talking about like if you don't say something specifically one way, you know, Alexa or whoever won't understand you. And I'm just thinking of, so my husband and I, we just got a new to us car and it's a 2010 and it has like a, uh, not serious, I got some, um, oh gosh, what is it called? Sync. Microsoft sync um but but it's an old version of sync that they discontinued so we have the the capacity to push the button and say you know uh find bluetooth but I t- still I know that's the wrong way to say it so I can't link my phone to to the to the you know the the speakers in the car and it's so frustrating and you know i i laugh about it every time because i was like i didn't have this before the car but now i'm frustrated that i can't get it so it's just like one of those things where it's like almost if you can't work with it easily it's actually worse to have the new technology so that's a huge thing and then the other thing that i was thinking about for the privacy everyone's about privacy. Like, everybody wants, like, the ease of service and all this stuff, but they don't want to share anything, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But um, – That's wrong. But, I mean, like, if you're saying, like, there, this is privacy, there's there's nothing being stored from your information, like, nobody can, like, track you or whatever, it's a huge deal. Because, I mean, when you stay at, like, say, an Airbnb and the person before you forgot to sign out of their Netflix, <laughs> now you have access to their account, like, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So – um. Yeah, I think those are huge sales. That's really really cool. Um, and then, so the hotels can program whatever they want. Do they do they um, tend to do things like maybe promotionary deals for the restaurant down the street, or like do they in, do they involve the community at hand as well?
0: Definitely, and, and, and we ultimately we we press them to do that. For example, you know we we have to do a lot of babysitting, especially you know early on in terms of um, we'll sit down with them what is what is important to you what at the end of the day what do you want to get out of you know um, these these voice speakers you know is it is it um, to drive revenue to online to, to sorry on-site um, on-site services you know is is it you know th- that revenue capabilities or is it ultimately o- operating efficiency so for example you know just by requesting you know a, a towel and with the correct um, integrations you know that can go straight to their ticketing service that they have in-house Um so, yeah, for us, we, we do push right now where it is because um, there are integrations into um, room controls, you know, music, so much different things. But each of those integrations does cost, you know. Um, and so natively, as it is, the device can do so much already. First of all, with Amazon's latest um, update is, you know, they've got a clock inbuilt to the device. And and for a lot of people, that's a tiny upgrade. For us, that's monumental. Oh, I is, saw that. You know, for example... Yeah, so now, um, uh, you know, and I boldly tell any hotel, do not ever replace your clocks, you know, or sorry, when you do replace your clocks, do not get another dumb clock. (laughs) Get an Amazon Alexa device because it is, in essence, so much more. It's cheaper than a clock um, and, you know, you've you've got so much you can do with it. And it actually can, you know, bring revenue to the hotel through, like you said, promotions to, um, you know, the on-site services or, or eventually what we see as a big opportunity is, is um, local restaurants or, or attractions being able to market directly through the hotel speakers. For example, um, that the attraction down the road purchases a slot for a month in that hotel. Um, and when you know, when the, the guests ask for, you know, um, can you recommend any local um, activities or any, any question in that regard, you know, the, that attraction has purchased that slot. And so then the hotel, this device, it turns into a, a really um, strong revenue generating machine. And it, we would we'll do it very subtly. So, you know, it doesn't really come across as a, you know, a marketing pitch, but just by a simple, hey, here's a 10% discount for this local service, you know, we do push them to the on-site or, or attractions. So, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot of um, opportunity within in, within that realm. Um, but again, it's, it's whatever the, the hotel wants. If it's an event We can do custom recordings for weddings. We can do, you know, conference stuff. Um, It's really whatever they want to push and promote. We can really, again, customize it completely.
1: Yeah, and going back to you know, you were saying that Amazon has the, the, the time clock on their speakers now. Um, I also think, you know, cause there's, there's a whole generation and not even just a generation, but just people that don't want to adopt new things. So I won't even say generational, <laughs> but, um, but those that are hesitant to try new things, if you put a face on it of something familiar, it's less intimidating. So if they're just sure. looking at an alarm clock, they're like, okay, I can figure this out, you know? It could be as simplistic as possible and, you know, like my dad wouldn't really be into it. Like, sure, <laughs> he's like sure. mm, I don't know what that is. I don't want to touch that. But if you put a face on it that's familiar, then they can kind of, yeah, it, it might be a little bit easier for them to adopt the idea of using it.
0: That is, I think that that is fair. I think a, a lot of this voice um, or these voice speakers, you know, or even just the assistants we have on our phone, you know, they're, first of all, they haven't been that accurate or, or good, you know, um, so we haven't really used them, but now that accuracy and that, that, um, performance is increasing drastically. Um, there's still that kind of like, uh, it's a little bit, I feel a little bit uncomfortable talking, you know, I feel a little bit shy. And so you're right. If you kind of just have a, a, a echo dot on, 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 on the side table, it's not for some people there's a, they don't know how to use it. Once, once you, once you see people use it and they, they understand that, you know, I say Alexa and then, then I can ultimately ask for whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get some bit of information or they get a, a automation response back. It is in essence magic. And it does, you, you do feel this little buzz where, oh wow. You know, and, and from there, you know, you, you do see that, um, it does grow on people. So you know, people that aren't using it or, or like, ah, this, this is this. Other, I can't see myself using this. At the end of the day, there's, the learning curve is 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 pretty small. At the end of the day, you need to uh, know what the command is to trigger it, which is you know, Alexa or Hey Google. Um, but other than that, you you know, we all know how to speak, and we all know how to kind of have a two-way conversation. So the ability for anyone to kind of figure it out once they you know the initial um, response you know, it is pretty easy. And that's our our hope. The adoption rate or the the learning curve is very, very, very small.
1: To get in contact with Andreas, you can find him on LinkedIn. For more information on his company, go to smartvoicesystems.nz. The links will also be provided in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's episode, please follow, subscribe, leave a review and share. You can follow and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora and Stitcher. And don't forget to enter promo code Marketing for your one-month free trial to stitch your premium. This podcast was produced by Dreamer Productions and hosted, written, and edited by me, Gina Isham. For inquiries on producing and developing your own podcast, or for inquiries on sonic branding and sound branding consultation availabilities, you can find me at dreamerproductions.com. That's D-R-E-A-M-R-productions.com. You can also email me at Gina, J-E-A-N-N-A, at dreamerproductions.com. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn or follow me on Facebook. As always, all links will be provided in the show notes below. Let's make this world of sound more intriguing, more unique, and more and more on brand.